Consciousness Radio reveals a mystic's viewpoint on personal growth and transformation. Albert, a seasoned broadcaster, and Mata, internationally acclaimed master healer, teacher, and multi-award winning author, explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. They candidly talk about things most people shy away from, discussing our struggles with anger, jealousy, sex, insecurity, self-loathing, and fear of death. They discuss the meaning of awakening and what we need to do to transform our shadow and find the light of our true being. Through her compassionate guidance, Mata answers questions regarding your personal challenges with specific suggestions on how you too can heal into consciousness. And now, here are your hosts, Albert and Mata. Hello, and welcome to Healing into Consciousness Radio. This is Albert, and I'm here with Mata. Hi, Mata. Hi, Albert. Hi, everybody. I heard your breath, and I thought, oh, she's right behind me, whispering in my ear. We have another exciting show to do today. Uh, This one, uh, hopefully, that has a little bite to it, if you know what I mean. All about uh, vampires. And specifically, not the the ones in literature, the, uh, the ones that actually physically bite you, the one of folklore, but energy vampires. Uh, vampires that are also known as psychic vampires, the people that drain your energy and others that energize you. These are, I guess, more on the, on the negative side. The people that kind of suck you dry. These are the loved ones. And we're going to ask the question, why is this so? How does, um, as a matter of fact, how does suppressing your true thoughts and emotions affect the flow of your energy? Because... From a mystic's point of view, Mata, I think all of this vampire stuff is to do with energy. And if we can understand how the energy is at play here, I think people will have a pretty uh, cool insight as to these uh, people known as energy or psychic vampires. Your thoughts? Well, just to, um, to put everything into perspective, we need to understand that the whole universe is one interconnected energy. Nothing within the universe is an island. Nothing is independent. Everything feeds off something. So in order for circulation, in order for energy flow to happen, in order for life to happen, we need to have an energy flow. And the energy flow means give and take. So the give and take is part of life. When this balance is broken, or in other words, when one side starts overweighing the other side, this is where the the whole idea and image of vampirism comes in. Because we need to understand that, first of all, what is an energetic vampire? We all, as human beings, come into this world to learn and to become conscious. And naturally, we go through the phases of development till we become fully conscious. Through those phases of development, just as the seed goes into the soil, it needs the water, it needs the sun, it needs the light. We also need the nourishment from our environment and nourishment from other people in order to develop until the point comes where we become so fully integrated and so fully conscious 
that we can actually contribute and help. In the meantime, on that journey of development, we obviously need to work with our ego. And after I explain a little bit about this, then we could probably go a little bit more into detail to why is it that some people are more energy, they, they just love to suck other people's energies and they don't have anything to give. And um, how to recognize that and the importance of recognizing that. So hopefully we'll continue our conversation through our breaks and see how far we can go. So first of all, as, as we all know, and as I very clearly described in my book, In Search of the Miraculous, we need to go through development of our ego. So the ego goes through seven stages of development, uh, which simultaneously also helps us to become conscious. And those stages are foundation strengthening, suffering, contemplation, introspection, healing, and transcendence. Now, each stage is very essential for us to be completely developed in. And obviously, foundation stages is when a child is born, it recognizes somewhere that the moment the child says, this is mine, the ego comes in and the child thinks that the whole world is revolving around my needs. And it, it, perceive itself, it perceives itself as separate from everything and everyone and feeling like I am the center of the universe. And the whole universe, everybody else needs to feed my needs. So this is a stage that many people are still stuck in. Even though they're adults, they haven't really gone through the development, they haven't really suffered or come to the suffering stage to realize that this is their attitude. So when somebody's still in this juvenile state of development and as an adult, then they obviously start becoming like vampires that continually need attention, that continually need approval, that continually need other people's, other people to serve them, to fulfill their needs. So uh, this is one way to understand why this phenomena of, of vampire exists. Basically, in this situation, the person will have a very, uh, what we call narcissistic kind of ego that does not really understand that the other people also have their needs. Right. Uh, I think Dr. Judith uh, Orloff categorized uh, these vampires into four categories, one being the drama queen, one being the sob sister, the charmer, and the blamer. I was going to ask you, is, is, is this like psychic vampire, is it a form of narcissistic abuse? Well, this is personalities that people form because they find ways to manipulate to get attention. What we need to understand is why a person is behaving a certain way. Why uh, somebody is a drama queen. Uh, what, what's underneath that? So the problem is that we need to also be very, very mindful that the moment we judge somebody, we also become a vampire. Mm. We don't understand that the moment we categorize and, and judge someone, we fall into the same sort of game. What's really important here is to understand that even though somebody is needing 
and wanting and manipulating, one of our very important lessons in life is, so just as one person does that, manipulates and needs and continually sucks your energy, then somebody else's lesson is to find their inner strength. And they keep being manipulated, they keep being used until they realize that what's happening, until they become conscious that, wait a minute, I am allowing this to happen. Right. So I'm giving you- this person a power to over me, over my energy. And that's actually, in a way, if you look at it that way, we need people who are narcissistic to teach others that to find their strength and to be able to find their boundaries. So in that sense, everything in existence is perfect. It's the whole thing is to actually focus on what are my lessons instead of judging someone. The moment you judge somebody and categorize somebody and blame somebody and put them into a certain, uh, you know, category, you separate yourself from that person, you miss an opportunity to see what that person, even though, yes, they're being, uh, you know, they're sucking your energy, you miss the opportunity to see that you're allowing them to do that. Right. I was going to ask you then, once you discover that you yourself play a role in this experience, then does the responsibility become that of you just saying, okay, I'm going to put a stop to this. The responsibility now is mine. Exactly. And this is how you start becoming more self-contained. You you recognize that I can create a boundary and you recognize that I can say no because the whole conditioning, the whole world tells you to say yes and to actually give in to the manipulation, give in to tears, give in to what we perceive as a misfortune. Okay, we're coming up to a break, Mata. We're going to continue this fascinating, wonderful conversation about emotional and psychic vampires here on Healing Into Consciousness Radio. If you want to instant feedback us, you can do so. Uh, If you look at the Transformation Talk Radio homepage, uh, we can receive your instant feedback. You can like us a lot on Facebook, too. Just go to Healing Into Consciousness Radio. And we do have a toll-free line that is open if you have any personal questions and you want to take advantage of Mana's wisdom today live on the radio. Uh, 1-800-930-2819 is the number. We'll be right back after this on Healing Into Consciousness Radio. If you like reading personal development books and would appreciate receiving additional guidance from the author, this unique gift is for you. When you purchase the book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, and the No Yes Active Meditation CD, you can register for a free teleclass with Eliza Matadalian, which will give you an opportunity to ask your questions and receive personal guidance on how to find your inner joy and live your life more fully. Visit HealingIntoConsciousness.com for details. Get a chance to call in with your questions live with Mata. If you would like this internationally acclaimed master healer to answer your questions on a personal level, call 1-800-930-2819. Speak with the founder of her very own evolutionary lightspeed healing method and receive personal guidance pertaining to any physical or emotional health concern that you might have. Just call 1-800-930-2819. That's Mondays with Mata, only on Transformation Talk Radio. 
Here occurred the frightening and shocking history of Prince Dracula and the woman he loved. I have crossed oceans of time to find you. Yeah. Dracul. There's a sinister, darker side to him. I find irresistible. I have never met any man with such a passion for life. He is unlike any man. Going on. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we ended up playing the whole trailer of uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is uh, kind of interesting movie in the sense that it is uh, very, very sensual. Uh, but it does talk a, a little bit about what you were mentioning, uh, Mada. And I do, before we go on, I have to mention that we're putting this vampire context, we're framing it in, in the way of, of energy because we're getting a different point of view on vampires today in the sense that it comes from a modern day mystic and spiritual guide who also is an internationally acclaimed master healer and the founder of a revolutionary uh, healing method. So to get a, a certain energetic take on matters of vampirism, if you will, is uh, painting a new and exciting different kind of context or, or, or frame of reference. So I'm, I'm really privileged to be uh, chatting with you on this topic of uh, vampirism. Mata, some of these people uh, have described uh, the energy or psychic vampires as people who um, cause you to uh, drain your energy. I guess there's a certain part of them that is pulling your energy out of your body Perhaps you can describe how people do that, Albert, because uh, I think you know it very well. I really, <laughs> I relate to the the fact of, of being a narcissist in the sense of maybe I'm not going to make an excuse for myself. I'm an only child, so some things come by me naturally. But, the, you know, the part that wants to be the center of attention that is uh, perhaps a little uh, talkative and charming and it's me, 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 me as I uh, tap my fingertips on my shoulders and not really offering anything to the situation, not really bringing anything to the party except what you think is a wonderful ego. Kind of, th there's comedy for that, but deep down, it, it is kind of sad. I think where um, you're missing the point is what I was describing to you earlier is when an adult is stuck in its foundation stage, the formative stage, Right. That's where then it's almost somebody's frozen in time. Because obviously somewhere, if you miss the strengthening stage, which is actually someone, it like, could be compared to a teenager who realizes that I have my independence, strives for independence, and in this situation either rebels and confronts things that he was repressing and was feeling helpless about and tries to break those restrictions or the other side is then retreats back in defeat thinking that 
believing that I am helpless and there's nothing I can do. So there's two situations. And those people who move ahead and strengthen their, their ego identity are those who rebel. That's why it is so important to rebel. And if you miss this stage and you do not rebel, and I'm not talking about reaction. Uh, of course, there's a lot of reaction in this rebelliousness of a teenager, but a teenager who can say, I, I, I could take care of myself. I know that now I'm not helpless and I'm not dependent. And many te teenagers actually try to do that versus just react toward their parents. So I'm not talking about reaction here. I'm talking about strengthening and finding your independence. And if you miss this stage, then it's really difficult to move to the next stage, which is the suffering stage. And in the suffering stage, it's realizing that you are not actually the center of attention, that you're actually, the, the world does not revolve around you, you start recognizing that other people are more powerful than you. This is part of reality. You start moving through ups and downs um, of life. And this is where you start already start suffering. The ego starts suffering itself. Right. And this is, this is a very important stage to go through. And if someone hasn't, if, hasn't had the opportunity to go through this suffering stage and realize how life is actually truly happening in reality, then that person doesn't have an ability to move into the contemplative state where can actually contemplate and start looking at things more objectively. So what's really at stake here is for each person to understand where they are on their journey of development. Like I, I just uh, enumerated those seven stages and they're very clearly described, almost a whole, page, a whole page for each stage. So people understand where is this, uh, where am I at? So what can I do and what have I missed? Because we, we do miss some points and then we go back and then we learn them. So this whole personal development process is basically to understand yourself, to come to a realization that actually the ego is separate from you and come to realization that in your being, you are actually one with the center of the universe because the center of the universe and your being is not separate. It's one and the same thing. But this is the journey to healing into consciousness. Well, this is what I've heard you say so far, Mona. I'm a perpetually frozen 17-year-old who has to go through the fire, call it a, a baptism of doing some suffering wh wh where my, my ego becomes uh, put into question, I guess. That's basically the journey to maturity. That's what you're Well, describing. the reason I'm doing this show with you, Albert, so that other people can actually benefit from, many people are stuck where you're stuck. Right. And if we, you know, we continually talk about things that we need to do without really being honest to where we are, we can't really move anywhere. That's, that's so, one of so the things that I really... So I appreciate that you're being, being honest, um, yet at the same time, there's, there's a certain... This is another place where people remain being an energetic vampire or remain in a narcissistic stage when they don't make a decision. It's a, it's a decision, it's a choice that somebody needs to make once you realize where you're at. So when you don't make a choice that I'm going to stop being a vampire, 
This simply means that you are enjoying being a vampire. So that's why vampires exist and they don't really evolve, they don't move. Just like as we heard in that trailer, the joy of, aha, I got you, I manipulated you and I got you and I, and I enjoyed my victory. It's like the difference between black magic and a white magic, between a medicine person and a sorcerer. So okay. these differences exist, but what I'm try what I tried to say initially, and I'd like to repeat myself, that we need to look at everything in life as opportunities and what are our lessons, without really judging, without criticizing, without being afraid, because you know these these movies also they 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 work on fear, so they magnify the normal state of a person. They magnify it's the artistic sort of creative. Uh, license to to magnify everything and and then obviously if you're afraid whatever you're afraid of you're also attracted to okay i do have some questions here from the uh, vampire point of view like how do you become clear that you are no longer willing to play that role or how do you receive all the energy you need in a in a healthy way perhaps you can answer those questions when we come back from the break you're listening to Healing Interconsciousness Radio with Albert and Mata, and thank you for listening. Get a chance to call in with your questions live with Mata. If you would like this internationally acclaimed master healer to answer your questions on a personal level, call 1-800-930-2819. Speak with the founder of her very own evolutionary lightspeed healing method and receive personal guidance pertaining to any physical or emotional health concern that you might have. Just call 1-800-930-2819. That's Mondays with Mata, only on Transformation Talk Radio. 
is found their aloneness and is completely content with the, the with their aloneness is the only person that stops using others that stops sucking other people's energy so this is the kind of a person that around uh, whom other people start gathering because somewhere in each person's being there's the longing to find that wholeness the person who is able to be alone is the person who can be who is whole and knows that i can take care of myself and uh, if some if somebody wants to come and participate in my life i'll be happy to participate but there's nothing i need from the person i don't need to manipulate i don't need to force myself in any way this is the kind of a person that realizes that the whole universe is taking care of me i don't need to take anything from somebody else to feel to fill my void or my holes i understand so, so at this it's stage- like becoming a son if we have a son and the son gives unconditionally and what what we need to also understand a person like that also starts to feel unconditional love when many people try to practice unconditional love unconditional love simply means that i understand where you are i'm willing to help you on your journey but i can also say no when i need to say no when i see that you're not learning your lesson so this is what we do as humans and we need to do that in order to push each other for more toward more consciousness. So if we don't want to become a vampire, then we need to find our aloneness. We need to transcend our fear of death. Right. And when you have done all of those things, that's when you can say to yourself, I always have all the energy I need. I am enough. I am everything unto myself. I'm right. enough unto myself, exactly. Right. So what would be a stage where, what would help you to receive all the energy that you need in a healthy way without being a vampire to other people? I guess what you're saying is basically start embracing your aloneness and in those moments discover your own creativity, your own song to sing. That's the outcome. So first thing, what you need to start embracing, you need to understand all of your holes and you need to start plugging your holes yourself instead of trying to use other people's energy to plug your holes. And what can, the, what can other people who are the victim of the vampire do to protect themselves? To find your inner strength and to also understand why, what is the weakness inside you that makes you submit what is the weakness inside you that makes you believe that i can't take care of myself and obviously if you're needing someone's love means you haven't found the love within yourself that's why it is so important to love thyself first if you cannot love thyself you're going to remain being a vampire right right I get it. I do get it. It's kind of exciting. You come to a point where you begin to embrace the responsibility which is yours to take. And what is the cool thing about that is once you actually do that, you discover a joy in accomplishment, which is really something that all of a sudden you have that energy to to move forward, to wake up the next morning and go, yeah, I'm going to take this on. It's it's mine to to live and and to breathe and to be. 
And that's the point where you start becoming creative and you start becoming a contributor. And this is, we need, we need to transform into this kind of state because can you imagine if the whole world was in a place of neediness? So it's, it's for those who have achieved, they're happy to share and they're happy to give. But then again, the arrow points back to yourself that yes, you do need to take responsibility for yourself. Yes, you do need to love yourself because no matter how much somebody wants to help you, still the work is your own. They cannot do your work for you. Right, right. Very good. Can we, are we ready to move on to some questions? If, because uh, I, I think I'm, I'm really kind of getting this whole thing about the vampires. We, we can move on. I just want to mention here that also what is going to help us in, to find that self-love to find inner strength, to find the place of self-contentment, creativity, and and feeling uh, feeling enough unto yourself, uh, the tool is absolutely necessary. Tool is meditation, and meditation is what brings you back, brings all your energies back into yourself. You, through your witnessing and watching your breath, you bring all the energies back into yourself so you can actually start exploring those things, exploring yourself, seeing where your weaknesses are, uh, where your strengths are, how do you manipulate, how do you let yourself be manipulated. All these things can all only be seen when you start looking inside. And I have a beautiful quote here from... Osho that that I'd like to read and sure. he says he says meditation is a source of understanding and mind is a collection of information and knowledge so with that in mind the only way we can actually start coming into understanding and seeing that actually I don't need to judge anyone because I'm doing the same thing I'm judging somebody else as they're doing then you start coming closer to yourself. Is it enough to know that uh, all these psychic or emotional vampires, all they want uh, or, or want to do is control and manipulate? Is it just, if you br boil things down to brass tacks, is this what it's all about? It, it's, that's exactly what's happening, but we need to understand why a person is manipulating and why a person is trying to control so and, and either you need to understand it as somebody else looking at someone who's doing that so that you can uh, look at the person with compassion and understanding instead of judgment or the person who isn't caught in this state needs to start looking in and start to understand why they're doing what they're doing so here's a million dollar question. What information or energy are psychic or emotional vampires missing? What's the one thing you think they just don't have? They're not getting. Awareness. They don't have self-awareness. They and don't understand. They don't understand who they are. They haven't found their being. They haven't found the truth. They're still focused on believing that I am the center of the universe. 
Right. And I have the power to do whatever I want to do. And this is the struggle that you see between, you know, heads of the government, the governments, the, 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 the you know, Republicans and Democrats. And the whole, the whole struggle is basically one ego energy is trying to win over the other ego energy. Or if, or if you look at the, that such popular movie, uh, Star Wars. Basically, it represents what's happening to each individual and also what's happening collectively to humanity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm taking this one statement out of this show for this hour, and that is to say that the responsibility for whether it be mine or, or your nurturing is up to you or myself it's 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 not up to anybody else but you know yourself me that's right yeah and and the the maturity lies on, on sort of down the road but going through there that's it's it's like uh, you've got to mature a little bit if you're in that vampire state so right. you have to go through that phase of suffering. You have to start contemplating, looking inside. You have to, to introspect, understand yourself. You have to go through the healing process. The healing process will entail seeing that, that part of you, that uh, belief that says, I'm a victim, and, and recognize that actually this is only a belief. And it's based on some of my experiences, but it has nothing to do with my truth because I have the strength. So finding that inner strength through the healing process and ultimately coming to the transcendence where you recognize that I am not my ego and I can surrender it, I can let it go. But that happens once your ego becomes completely self-contained, completely healthy. Very good. The words of a modern day mystic. Thank you, Mata. We are in conversation uh, with this modern-day mystic and award-winning author of In Search of the Miraculous Healing into Consciousness. When we come back, Mata, I want to talk to you about your workshops. You travel internationally and you offer private sessions and self-healing seminars where you bring spiritual and scientific concepts to a practical experience of healing into consciousness. And when we come back from the break, we will address this and uh, so whatever you're doing, don't touch that dial. In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness Radio. We'll be right back. Imagine a groundbreaking healing method that can resolve your lifelong problems and save you months and even years of counseling and psychotherapy. Imagine a method that can accurately identify and dissolve the blocks that cause fear, pain, and illness. The Lightspeed Dalian Method can do just that. It will quickly and spontaneously heal your ailments into inner peace, joy, and self-empowered consciousness. To book your life-changing session with the Dalian Method, visit DalianMethod.com.
hailing into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. I got a question from Chantal Mata. This is apropos because we just came out of Ghostbusters. Chantal asks, um, what do I do when I see a ghost standing next to me? What does it want from me? Well, what, what we call ghosts are people who have died and they don't realize that they've died. So, and when uh, somebody is died in that state, they're very close to the gravity of the earth. And obviously, since they don't know that they've died, they try to either communicate, they, they try to communicate with the living. And many times their, their energies are more solidified when they're closer to the gravity. So we see them as shadowy figures. Because someone who is actually conscious and dies conscious, they don't stick around. Their energy is very light and you don't see them. You can only sense them. Obviously, those people, they're just people. They also are looking for something that they haven't really received or feel fulfilled with. So whether it's an energetic ghost that you see or, or a person that is like a ghost that you see, the dif- there is no difference. What we need to understand is everybody needs some kind of help. So if we're looking at, if you're seeing a ghost, of course it's startling and could be frightening, but just keep in mind that it's just like a person like you and they need help and and probably what what you can do, not probably, but for sure, you could just tell this person that actually you are dead. You're not in a physical form anymore, so move on. You can move on and continue with your exploration, but not in this plane because you're keeping yourself trapped so if you communicate and talk to ghosts they can hear you and uh, many times you can help people to move on that way did i tell you my uncle came back just after he died to show us where he he left the money It's true. It does happen. And I, I guess they're giving us messages. They're in the Bardo state uh, or what? How would you say? What well, you can, you can call it a Bardo state, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the Bardo state, there's, there's many different stages of the Bardo. So it's, it's people who, who, like I said, they're still, they're still attached to the material world because it's, it's the attachments that keep us coming back. It's the unfinished business. It's the lessons that we haven't learned and completed to learn that uh, forces to come back and complete those lessons so we can finally completely let go with an understanding and realization that the whole universe is my home and I could be anywhere I want to be and I could go on exploring. I don't have to be stuck here. I suppose one big lesson uh, would be, especially in terms of healing this business of uh, emotional vampirisms or psychic vampirisms, forgiveness would play a tremendous factor, would it not? Forgiveness is very important. And forgiveness arises once there is a deep understanding. So forgiveness and understanding go hand in hand. For example, someone who must have felt that, you know, I had terrible parents and I was abused and 
da 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 these things happen as an adult this they still suffer that pain because that pain is still in their body and i've worked with many people like this and once we work through this phase that has not really completed and developed itself and once the understanding starts coming in and i work a lot with the person's um, third eye and the uh, occipital brain so i work with the frontal and the back brain where the unconscious is then the moment the, the seeing happens the realization happens gratitude and forgiveness happens also simultaneously and we need to come to a place to realize that our parents did the best they could right uh, and unless you come to that place you cannot feel grateful or gratitude to your parents that thank you for giving me this opportunity to continue doing my spiritual work to have an opportunity of the body to live again and to catch up with things which i haven't really learned in my previous lifetime so even that thank you so much for taking care of me as I was a child because we, as we all know children are helpless if a child is left on its own the child will die so every parent does the best they can and their parents do the best they can if we can understand this and if we can come to a place of uh, forgiveness it will heal our wounds it will it will heal our parents wounds and it will even help to heal the generations of wounds and in that forgiveness and gratitude you can then be free to move on and you can let other people be free to move on and this would be so much lighter and so much less painful if we can start living our life in a surrender let go and appreciation and gratitude wow well said well said Mada. I really, what I really, really love about your work is that it is so non-judgmental. And uh, one of your teachings is that you, you have to come to a point where you accept everything, whether it's judged good or bad, inside yourself in order to start moving forward. You can't push anything under the rug. Um, there's a complete honesty and a surrender to what is that has to take place. We have a couple of minutes left, and I just wanted to mention the fact that you do travel internationally and you offer these private sessions and self-healing seminars, uh, workshops, and retreats all over the world. You'll be in Rhinebeck, New York at the end of July. As a matter of fact, July 29th through the 31st, you'll be at the famous Omega Institute doing your thing to awaken the best in the human spirit. And uh, I want to invite anybody who uh, particularly is on the east side of North America to really take advantage of you because uh, you don't get to that neck of the woods uh, that often. So I think this is going to be a really treat, a really big treat for most people. And um, I'm just sorry I'm not going to be able to make it, but uh, I wish you well. Thank you, Albert. And uh, I think we're coming to the end, I see. it's. Uh right yeah. we'll do it we'll do it all again uh, next week left. another so uh our show next week is going to be on yoga yoga okay all right i've been uh, reading osho's uh, yoga the science of the soul and his commentaries of the yoga sutras of patanjali i look forward to sharing that and getting your take on uh, this whole big movement which is huge all over north america all over the world this uh 
business about yoga. We uh, will touch upon that as we uh, continue moving forward with the Healing Into Consciousness radio show. Thank you again, Mada. Thank you, everybody, and have a good week. Yep. Have a good week, everybody. You've been listening to Healing Into Consciousness Radio with Albert and Mata. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific time to continue to explore both the dark and light sides of our human nature. For more information about the Dalian Method or to get your copy of Mata's award-winning book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing Into Consciousness, or the No Yes Active Meditation CD, visit www.dalianmethod.com. That's www.dalianmethod.com.